Actually, do you want to play a game? I got a game for you. I got a game for you, all right. Here we go. You guys ever do these games with your kids? Mario runs, the run games? Okay, I need two kids. I need, uh, if you're under 12, I need you to show up real quick. If you are under 12, I need you to show up. Under 12. Under 12. Come on, come on, come on. Need your help, need your help. I need you guys to demonstrate the coolest game you've ever seen. All right? Just watch the screen and just do whatever it says. Now. Yeah, right here, right here on the floor. You're going to need the room on the floor. Right down here. Right down here. There you go. Perfect. Have y'all ever seen these? Bro, watch. Watch. You guys got to run in place. You got to run in place. There you go. That's how you move forward. Good job, fellas. All right. Thanks, everybody. These are called run games. And boy, oh boy, you want to talk about fun. Uh, Let me show you. You can do, if you're looking for one in particular, you can type in just about any famous thing and with the word run after it. (laughs) And it'll, it'll come up. Oh, yeah. I have never had 100% participation from a game before before I started doing these. So we use these as icebreakers. Um, so, like, while kids are just coming in, you know, like, we'll have, we'll have some different things that we're doing. But I'll just pull one of these up. And you talk about, it's a seven and a half minute video. You need to burn some time, buddy. They will wear themselves out. I'm telling you, it is the coolest thing. Uh, and you can do different ones. Uh, let's see. There's Minecraft, and then there's, oh, let's see here. Um, I think there's one called Dinosaur Run. Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, Jurassic Chase. It's as cheesy as it gets, man. You know, they don't, they don't have any say whatsoever in the outcome. They don't know that. They're just playing along. Right? Jurassic Chase. Escape the dinosaurs. Dodge the obstacles. Keep running. Be ready to freeze. Here we go. Run in place. Oh, there's the T-Rex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Run! Jump! Slide! Telling y'all, man, for hours, hours and hours. 
And, uh, and they just keep getting more and more and more of them. So uh, just type in run after, after something famous. Uh, there's Among Us run. There's Mario Kart run. Uh, I don't like the Fortnite run because, you know, I just don't like Fortnite. But so here's Among Us Chase in 3D. If you're doing an Among Us VBS or a video game VBS, you know, this works very, very well. Yeah, and so the imposter's already picked. You know, they don't know that. It's it's not even the Among Us level. It's just a, you know, it's just something somebody made. <laughs> That's a trash bag. All right, so we're having an emergency meeting. Who do you think the imposter is going to be? Who's it going to be? I always go, always vote red. So if you were watching, I guess one of them went through the vent. Oh, it was yellow. Yeah. All right. I mean, come on, y'all. This is a win-win for everybody. I mean, you could just, like, I promise you, do it this do it this weekend, or do it with a weekend when I'm not here. Do it a weekend I'm not here, and watch every single kid. I don't care how new they are. I don't care how unchurched they are. I don't care how how ADD they are. Every single one of your kids is going to do this. I've got kids with oppositional defiance disorder who do this with everybody. It's the only thing that they that they do as a group activity. It's crazy. So that's what this session is going to be about. It's going to be about neat little tools like that that you can use. And and uh, I've got an army of them. I've got I've already shown you uh, multi tracks, which I really really like, um, and I use it to great effect, especially whenever I'm preaching. Um, this is this is my resources page, and I'm going to be sending sending to Brother Moses now. Uh, one one of the thing I want to show with this is on this on this uh, page I show our schedule how we run our services so nine forty five to ten fifteen is is reserved for relationship building ten fifteen to ten twenty five rock starts with an intro video Let's see if I can find that intro video you guys want to see my intro video check this out we play this every single Weekend, right before we went ten fifteen, the lights go out. Hey, who's that guy? The lights go out, and then uh, this video comes up. Let's see. It might be on a different playlist. It is. Bear with me. Okay, playlist. I thought I had uploaded this thing. Well, I'll find it. I'll find it while we're talking. I got something else to show you too. So uh, anyway, so I play this video. I get it from a, a site called Motion Graphics, Church Motion Graphics. Let's see. Nope, not that one. Motion Worship. 
Here we go. So motion worship is what I use, and $85 a year gets you access to every single piece of their media, including videos, uh, shorts, and things like that, um, many movies. Uh, one of the things that I like is uh, this video here that they've got. Let's see. Are, are you ready? Yes, here we go. So this is the video that that I play before rock starts. Are you ready? Ready to move? Ready to jump? Now you remember, they've all, they've all been playing games and getting all sweaty at this point. Let's get ready! The lights have gone off, ready to sing and to shout and to dance and to rock and to clap and to laugh and to have fun. Our God is amazing, powerful, loving, merciful, gracious, awesome. Let's get ready to worship the King and praise His name. Jesus is alive. He sets us free with all our hearts, with all our voices. Let's worship. Are you ready to have rock today? And then we go right into, yeah, that's how, and that's how we start each and every rock. And then we go straight from that into our rock cheer, which I use our multi-tracks for. The multi-track is set to a song called Move. I hope it's in here. May not be. That's okay. I can add it. Watch this. So this is my library of all my awesome songs. Yeah, here it is. So let's say I don't have it and uh, I need it. Yes, the original key. Add to set list. So it's going to take a second. And as that as that's loading, yeah, just like that. Yeah, and we're good to go. So here I go. All right. Are you ready? Let's worship. And so then we play this song. All right. Here's what I need. I need everybody to get up on your feet. This is immediately after the song. I need you to get up on your feet. Everybody, we're going to do the rock cheer. Are you ready? Now, the rock cheer is something that I completely made up. And it's just for our kids. But we start every single rock like this. Okay. All right. Everybody, get up on your feet. I need, you up, I need some wacky worshipers to come and help me out. Here we go. It says, I... Like being in rock, from my head down to my socks. I love the Lord every day. I love him more and more. Get wacky, y'all. So they just do some wacky stuff. They just dance around. The lights are going crazy. It's exciting, isn't it? Then we go, all right, here we go. I need you to follow along with me. I go up, down, turn around. Touch your fingers to the ground. Jump up high. Bend down low. Jesus makes it possible. Up, down, turn around. Touch your fingers to the ground. Jump up high. Bend down low. Jesus makes it possible. Are you ready to have a good time in rock today? Yes! I cannot hear you. I need you to say it louder. Yes! All right, here we go. And anyway, I've got it all timed out. And we do that for a little while until we run out of energy. <laughs> and uh, and so and you can take a song like that. It used to be we did it to the, the to the tune of a song called Uptown Funk, and then people caught on that that's what we were doing. So we had to change that to uh, to the song from Trolls. Can't stop the feeling. 
We did it to that one for a while, and that worked out pretty good. And then I changed it. I got a little convicted. I said, I want to do it to the background of a church song. So that's what we did. Uh, <laughs> but each generation, you know, I try to change it up a little bit. So that was, that was uh, that's how we start rock. Right after they spend about 30 minutes of just hula hoops and bubble machines. And then we go straight into that. And then uh, following that, we go into our game time. And it can be their run game or different games. The, the point of our games is is that everybody has to be able to participate, and we don't do individual winners, right? And, and the other thing is, the most competitive kid in your game time should be your game coordinator. So whoever, whoever your, the, your most vicious kid is, usually he's the, he's the younger brother of a big brother. Uh, whoever that kid is needs to be your game coordinator, so that because they know to pick the games, right? Because they're always going to want to try to win the games, no matter what. And so he's probably, you know, beating everybody. So that Caden is my game guy, and uh, he had a big brother, and so he was always really, really good at coming up with the good games. Then I want to talk to you about our offering. We take our offering, and I want to try to show you what we do for offering because you're not going to expect it at all. Let's see if I can find it. Do, 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 All right, I'm going to disable this for just a second. Just kidding. That's my daughter, Bailey. Okay. I want to pull up uh, Rocco, who is my usher. Okay. Now, Rocco is a shop vac that looks like a puppet. And he literally sucks the money out of their hands. So let me see if I can pull him up here. <laughs> because actually, I leave the filter in because it's not filthy. I mean, the money's filthy, filthy money. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I probably should have. But he's been working pretty good for the last three to five years, Incredible. so so far so good. Uh, I just I I see from experience that I used to like help detail cars. And yeah. And, stuff, and we had a shop back that sucked up a penny and it just blew the motor. Really? Yeah. Oh no, that's never happened with Rocco has sucked up thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, I promise you, he's good to go. Um, in fact, one kid raised over $2,500 and, and um, save our children just from Rocco. One thing he can't do, he can't suck up dollar bills. It gets stuck in his schnoz. 
And then you have to get the schnozzlator, which is a stick, and unstick it. But we had to stop doing the dollar bills because we didn't want no kids going home and saying, Look, Mom, I'm Rocco! And putting a stick up their nose. <laughs> see? See, he stuck a dollar in there and I had to stop recording. <laughs> I specifically told you not to do that. <laughs> so Rocco, we use Rocco for all of our fundraising. He's the cheerful giving monster. Right? He lives in a, a special land of cheerful givers. And we do coloring books with Rocco. Um, we do, uh, you, we'll build you a Rocco for $250, or we'll do a custom one for $300 if you want, like an elephant or something like that for a VBS. Um, we, we have coloring pages that are specifically for Rocco for uh, fundraising. So, one of the things that we did is we put dollar amounts on each part of Rocco, and when they raised the dollar amount, they could color that part of Rocco. And when they brought me a full sheet, they would also bring me $25. And then they'd get another sheet. <laughs> and so that was a really easy way to raise money. And then we also, we also integrated a QR code with Rocco for just our kids' ministry. So if you, if you wanted to raise, if you wanted to, to donate to Rock, you, you knew that you were going to Rock because you would send it to Rocco, right? Now, Rocco would take your coins, and he would turn them into all kinds of cool stuff. He lays eggs. I, I don't know. He's just, I'm just making it up as I go along. He lays eggs, and, and out, out of the eggs comes really cool things. Sometimes, sometimes the eggs are a brand-new light that somebody threw a football at, and we had to replace it. <laughs> They do not like it when, when Rocco has to replace lights or a, microphone or a microphone, which we've never had to replace a microphone. But sometimes, you know, we have to, we have to pull stuff out and we say, look, uh, all of our candy money and all of our fun money uh, this week, Rocco uh, decided that we needed to replace that light that somebody threw a ball at. So if y'all don't like your, your Rocco money going towards fixing things, stop throwing balls at my lights. <laughs> It works. It works very, very well. I've never had a microphone dropped in the baptistry. I've never had an iPad dropped. I've never had a computer broken. Um, it's just been amazing uh, because the kids end up taking care of their stuff. All right, we're 20 minutes in. I want to show you my new favorite toy. I have two, actually. One I like better than the other. How many of you are familiar with AI. Yeah, it's getting to be a lot more popular, ain't it? Have you ever used AI, not for cheating at school, you know who you are. <laughs> Have you ever used AI for kids ministry? Have you ever thought to use AI? Oh, okay. Let me show you something that you're going to love. All right. Now, this is ChatGPT. You can use any number of AI. I have subscriptions to ChatGPT and Bard and a few others that I like. These are all of my these are all of my AI subscriptions right here. I'm a beta tester for for Google, so I use I like their stuff. Um, but ChatGPT seems to be the most consistent. So, Brother Moses and I were having this conversation. Uh, I want to show you what it looks like live, but for now, I just want to show you what we did. 
So Brother Moses was telling me that you guys are working on a VBS. Is that right? Working on a VBS about the end times? So far so good? All right. Well, here is my prompt. This was the hardest prompt that I've ever had to give to ChatGPT. But it says, I need a seven-week series for apostolic children's ministries using a newsroom theme. So far, so good? Okay. The topics are going to be about the end times, from wars and rumors of wars, to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Yes? All right. I want to use the King James Version for scripture references and parables from Matthew and Revelation, as well as any other relevant scriptures that reference the end of days and how they connect to the modern times. I need this in bullet points by the week. And here's what I got. Certainly. <laughs> so polite. Week one, breaking news. Signs of the end times. Scripture, Matthew 24, 6 and 7. Wars and rumors of wars. We're going to explore how the signs of the end times are becoming more apparent in modern times. Week two, watchful anchors. Staying prepared. Matthew 24 and 42, watch therefore. Emphasize the importance of being spiritually prepared and watchful for Christ's return. Week three, the parable of the ten virgins. Be ready. You see how this works out? Now, I'm not saying that your job is done, like this is it, that you just got to go off with it. No, what does this create for you? A jumping off point, right? This is something that you're going to take now, and you're going to dissect it, and you're going to say, how, how, much, how deep into this can I go, or how much do I need to add to this? Right? Week four, the Antichrist and deception. Week five, the parable of the talents, faithful stewardship. The week six, the, break, the marriage supper of the Lamb. And final headlines, our role in God's plan. So there you go. There's a seven-week basic layout for you. Now, that doesn't really, that's a good jumping-off point, but we're going to need some characters, and we're going to need a script, right? I need a script for an anchor lady and an eyewitness reporter for week one. Title, breaking news, signs of the end times. A setting is a mock newsroom with the anchor desk and the eyewitness reporter on location. Good evening, young viewers, and welcome to our special newsroom session for kids. I, Justin, your anchor man for tonight. Our top story is on the signs of the end times. Let's dive right into it. Thank you, Justin. I'm here in the field, and it's becoming increasingly clear that we are witnessing some significant signs of the end times. Can you imagine if this was puppets? How funny would this be if it was puppets? Just as the Bible warned us, there are wars and rumors of wars happening all over the world. It's more important than ever to stay connected to the word of God and understand these signs. When I was doing puppets, I used to do puppets a lot. My mom would show me one of my favorite videos that we started integrating into our act. And it was a newsroom act. I'm sorry, Brother Moses, I'm chasing a rabbit here. But it was a, it was a newsroom. And here to tell us about uh, the newest pandemic that is sweeping our nation... Here is our reporter, Kermit, in the field. Kermit, what say you? Yes, uh, we're here to report on a new uh, 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 pandemic called puppetitis. Puppetitis. Imagine I have a puppet. Puppetitis is ruining our country. Some of the symptoms include losing the lower half of your body. 
not being in control of your own functions. Someone's voice coming out of your mouth. Puppet Titus. Anyway, fun things you can do. All right, so chat GPT. Now, here's what I'd like to ask you. Uh, is there a theme? Because we're going to do this live. We're going to do this live. I'm not afraid. I ain't scared. All right. You guys want to do something live? Let's do it. New chat. All right. What is a theme? What do we want to do? What do we want to do? Do we want to do a VBS or do we want to do a series? A series. How long is the series? Four weeks. I need a four-week series. Next, what's it going to be about? What are we going to talk about? Fear. Oh, oh, oh. About overcome. About overcoming fear or just being fearful? Overcoming. Overcoming fear. Okay, good. I like that. Overcoming fear. What a relevant series for October. Huh. Okay. About overcoming fear. Uh, I need. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna add. Uh, a word in here because it actually knows what I mean when I say apostolic. It really does. It does. You can tell it apostolic and it knows what you mean. It's great. Okay. I need a four-week apostolic series about coming overcoming fear for children. Okay. Uh, now. Is there anything else we want to add to that? Like a, like the like a, like a beach or something? Oh. Uh, I need it to be... Uh, okay. Uh, the setting is a beach. Okay. What else? What else? Hmm. I need a fun activity. I need a fun group activity for each week. And I need each week separated by a bullet point. Use KJV for scripture scripture references. Okay, is that it? What's that? Okay. And reminding them that God is always there. Now, just remember, the more specific you get, the more specific results you get. Okay? So, let's do this now. I'm going to do this one, and then we're going to add some things to it. All right? So just to recap, I need a four-week apostolic series about overcoming fear for children and reminding them that God is always there. The setting is a beach. I need a fun group activity for each week, and I need each week separated by bullet points. It's not always important that you spell it correctly. Uh, but I, I like to have it spelled correctly. All right, here we go. Certainly. 
Week one, God is always with us. Start strong. All right? Okay, here we go. Introduce the concept that God is always with us, even when we're afraid. Isaiah 41.10, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. Let me zoom in so you guys can work along right now. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, I will uphold thee. Activity. Build sandcastles on the beach. Explain that just as the sandcastle doesn't fall because it's supported by the sand, we are supported by God's presence. Well, come on somebody. Conquering fear with faith. Teach children to trust in God's power and not be afraid. Psalm 56 and 3, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Have a scavenger hunt on the beach. Search for hidden treasures. Discuss how trusting in God help us conquer, conquer fear, just like finding hidden treasures. Fear not the storms. Teaches that God is with us even in life storms and challenges. Matthew 14, 27. Explore seashells and discuss how they've weathered storms. Relate this to our lives and how we can endure storms with Jesus by our side. Our anchor in fear, week four. Discuss how God is our anchor in times of fear and uncertainty. What a relevant message for today. Take a boat ride or create paper boats and have a boat race. Talk about how God's presence is our anchor, keeping us secure in the midst of life. I mean, come on. This stuff is... Now, here's the thing. This is not a tool for you to turn off your brain. This is a tool to supplement, just like multitracks. If you think of it in the terms of how multitracks works as a supplement and not as a replacement, because if you use it as a replacement, it will replace you. And there will be no emphasis whatsoever. There will be no anointing. There will be no presence of God come from it because this machine is not anointed. You're anointed. What this does is it takes the idea that you already have and gives you a better jumping off point and takes away the hours and the hours of the research that you would have had to do otherwise. Right? Instead of Googling what activities are beach-themed, here you go. Now, each week you can begin with a short message or story followed by the scripture reading. Okay, now get this. I don't like the beach. Okay? Beach is not for me. I am not kin. I do not beach. Okay? Beach is not my job. Do you know what I do like? I like the Mandalorian. Change the theme to the Mandalorian. That's all I'm going to tell it. Watch what happens. Week one. (laughs) All right, here we go. Week one, the way of the Mandalorian. This is the way. I would change it to this is the way. Right, because if you know anything about the Mandalorian, what do they say? This is the way. Right, so this isn't, it's not going to tell me exactly. I'm going to fix it and do some other things. So week one, we're going to change it to this is the way. Introduce the concept like Mandalorians who always have each other's back. God is always there for us. Create Mandalorian helmets or masks. Easier said than done. And discuss how Mandalorians protect each other just as God protects us. Faith, trust, and the force. Conduct a Jedi-themed obstacle course. Teach children to have faith and trust in God just as Jedi have faith in the force. Make an obstacle course or a scavenger hunt in relation to trust of God to the trust. Okay. Explore how Mandalorians face challenges and storms. 
Discuss challenges in the Mandalorian. Okay. So there's all kind of, the armor of God. If you don't think about the Mandalorians, they're all about their armor, right? Emphasize that God is our spiritual armor. I don't like this theme. This theme isn't working for me. You know what I'm going to do? Make the theme. Uh, Farm. Who? Farm. Farm? It could be the mountains, the forest, or whatever. Make the theme. Uh, Cowboys. Oh. Cowboys. <laughs> Week one, the Cowboy Code. <laughs> Introduce the concept of the Cowboy Code, highlighting principles like bravery, loyalty, and always being there for one another, just as God is always there for us. Have a Cowboy Roundup with games and activities, emphasizing teamwork, trust. Trust in the trail boss. Week two. Trust in the trail boss. What time I have the same scriptures. Create an obstacle course with cowboy themed challenges. Weathering the Wild West. Weathering the Wild West. Explore how cowboys face challenges in unpredictable weather in the Wild West relating to life's difficulties. And scriptures to back it all up. All right. You know what, though, brother? I, I like cowboys. But you know what? I feel like I want to be super relevant. Make the theme Fortnite. <laughs> Who? Oh, I hate Fortnite. I don't like Fortnite at all. It's not about me. <laughs> it's about the kids. All right, here we go. Fortify your faith. Introduce the concept of fortifying your faith just as players fortify structures in Fortnite. Oh, okay, I thought I'd get some attention over there. Highlight that God is our ultimate fortress. Build faith forts out of cardboard. Battling fear monsters, stormy skies, and God's shelter, equipping with God's armor. So all of that stuff, man. You could do a whole theme just on that. So you, you can see where, where having something simple can turn into something great. And, and, and now, now, instead of having a four-week series, guess what we've got now? I've got you four weeks times, so there's Halloween. Let's see, there's, there's spring. There's four weeks in the one, two, three, four. Four times four is what? Sixteen. There you go. I've got you sixteen weeks of content, and all I've done is change the theme. This is called Chat GPT. It's free to register, and but you do have to register. Once you do, you can type it in, and you're good to go. Now, there's a, there's a paid version. This is the free version. There's a paid version that ties into imagery, uh, which is great. But I like Adobe. Anybody in here use Adobe? I love Adobe. Do you do graphic design? No. What do you use? What do you, do, what do you use Adobe for? Um, I'm a college professor. Oh. <laughs> How to create lessons. Okay. I kind of wish I didn't know that. <laughs> I kind of wish I hadn't had Oh, okay. All right. So, Adobe Firefly. If you are not familiar with Firefly, it is a web-based image AI generator. So, last night, my graphic that I used, The Promise in the Stones... I created that using Adobe Firefly. 
That wasn't a stock image of stones. I actually went in here and I said, I need a bunch of stones. Because <laughs> I couldn't find the picture that I wanted. So I just had it created. Uh, I use it for a lot of different things. In fact, you can create title graphics using uh, Adobe Firefly. You can also create uh, series uh, graphics, title graphics. Um, let me show you an example of... Here we go. So here are some images that I've already created. So I was doing a series called, uh, I was doing a series about the, the Israelites fleeing Egypt. This is a completely 100% AI generated image that I put text over called the cover in the desert. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the way. And just using prompts, I said, I need, I, need, uh, I need a pillar of cloud by day. The next one, I said, I need a, what is this one? Oh, that's my sister. <laughs> Ain't she pretty? Okay. Just make sure. that Okay. I need a pillar of fire by night. And it just, there you go. You ever wonder what that visualization might have looked like? I was curious, so I had it create me one. So I got a pillar of fire. I've got, uh, so this is an interesting one. I decided to copy the description of heaven from the book of Revelation and see what it came up with. And this is what it gave me. There's no sun in the sky. Um, there were multiple types of, of vegetation. And, and then so I asked it for different versions, and this is what it gave me. Still waters. And uh, anyway, it's just, uh, you, can, you can feed it just about anything. Um, the light and the dark. Okay, so this was when I, I, the message that I did last night was called The Promise and the Stones. And using prompts, I was able to get an image of David versus Goliath picking uh, stones out of a brook. Completely AI generated. So, this is Adobe Firefly. I like it better. There's there's one that's really popular called Mid Journey. Uh, I like this better than Mid Journey um, because it's quicker and it's Adobe. Adobe has a lot more resources. Um, oh, I'll show you. Give me give me something that you'd like to see. Give me an idea. So you're gonna you're gonna teach about fear, right? Um, we're going to do a beach theme, right? I need, I need a beach. I need a beach with no people. <laughs> Please. All right. So here it goes. It really just depends on your, um, Internet connection too. So oh, I said no people. Here, give it the first one. There we go. So it gave me that. I don't really like that. What's the sky writing? I don't know. Uh, so you're going to have to go through and fix some of the things that come across. Um, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. I. Uh, how about this? An upper room environment with flames. 
on the tops people's heads their hands raised I've learned how to get real specific an upper room in the Middle East with flames on the top of people's heads their hands raised okay please do what you did last time and make it awesome Because I actually used a graphic for the upper room. Sometimes it gives me a cool one. Sometimes, it, yeah, there we go. They do. They do. But you can go through and you can then fix it, right? And the more the more adept you get at fixing it, the better it gets. So, like last night, my prompt was. I need uh, stones, right? Uh, overhead view of stones in a shallow brook. And then over here, you've got all of your different settings. So you can say that you want it to be widescreen, uh, that you want it to look photorealistic. So here, these, these, these are photorealistic stones. Uh, so now I'm going to redo it so that it's 16 by nine so that it'll show better on a widescreen. Come on, baby. Think. There we go. So this is not a, a real photo. Hard to believe, but that's not a real photo. Completely made up. Completely AI. Doesn't exist in the real world. A fish running from a crab? A fish running from a crab. Sure, why not? <laughs> it's going to say... <laughs> so here's a crab fish and another crab fish. Why don't we use a better word? A fish escaping from a crab. Let's see if that gives us a better result. It's all about the prompts. The better your prompts, the better your results. And also with imagery, sometimes the more... Uh, <laughs> so that's photorealistic. <laughs> that's a photorealistic fish jumping over a crab. <laughs> there we go. But let's say I want it to be more cartoony, right? Let's make it an art. Let's make it art, and let's make it look uh, like a painting. Let's see what that does. A fish escaping from a crab. Somebody wants to go to the beach. <laughs> I grew up around and I've been there in like 15 years. <laughs> the beach is calling you, man. <laughs> Which beach did you grow up on? Around uh, Myrtle Beach. Okay. There is a one-eyed crab. There you go. See, that looks pretty good. I could do something with that. Right? But you just keep working with it. The, the, better, the more you work with it, the better your results get. What, what else? Let, let's think of something. What else do you want to use in, in VBS? I'll tell you what I needed. 
at one point I needed a cute furry monster teal with yellow feet with a long nose okay yeah I was trying to uh, now we're getting to a point where I'll be able to create some shortcuts with with Rocco because ultimately what I want to do is I want, I've got artwork of, of Rocco and I'm going to be able to create content with Rocco uh, eventually. They're coming up with ways that you can do that where you can upload your art <laughs> and there you go. Do you need a, a mascot or a character? There you go. You want to make it look like a photo? Watch this. This will really, really be funny. We'll see if it does it. <laughs> But I'll, I'll eventually be able to create content for Rocco based on the artwork that I've already gotten. Um, uh, it didn't do it. Um, yeah, let's see here. Oh, it's because I still have it in there as a painting. There is no copyright because it's it's you created it. Um, now, when you download it. Adobe will sometimes put a little watermark so that people know that it's uh, AI generated. But for the most part, you can use it however you want um, because there is no, um, yeah, I mean, you made it, you created it. So uh, let's see here. Photorealistic. Let's try that. So, yeah, copyright's not an issue with AI yet. Now, if you. <laughs> If you're if you're writing a college paper and you use ChatGPT, they got ways of figuring that out now. Oh, isn't that cute? Look at that little guy. They're so cute. They're so cute. So then you take you take this you take this little guy and you put him in Adobe Animator, which is part of the Creative Suite. It costs about twenty twenty dollars a month. You take this, you put this in Adobe Animator. And you animate this character. Now you've got a, a, a digital puppet that can greet kids as they're coming into your VBS. And I've done digital puppets since 2010 when they were flash-based. Now it's just a matter of plugging this into Adobe Animator, and you've got a free puppet ready to go, digital puppet. So that is that is AI. Uh, Bard is the Google version. It works very, very well. In fact, they're parting, they're starting to put Bard into simple Google prompts. And the thing I like about Bard is it gives you three different versions of your prompt right up. But ChatGPT is 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 the is the monster of them all right now. It's the one that's beating everybody. Um, here's another one that I like to use sometimes. You can actually upload a kid's photo. Or a drawing, if they draw you a picture, and and the neat thing is, is whenever they uh, uh, draw it, you can do this in your classroom. You take a picture of it, you upload it to this site. The site scans it. You tell it where the arms are, the legs are, the face, the eyes, the ears, and then watch what it does. It will animate their drawing. No, this is a different site. This is called uh, Sketch 
www.metademolab.com. And you can actually you can actually have it dance. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> there you go. And then you can share it with everybody. You can put it on Facebook. Hey, look what Macy drew. It's jumping, it's dancing, it's walking. Um, tell a story with your character, you know. And then you can add other drawings and upload whatever photo you have. You can make it work. So these are kind of things that we use um, because one of the lessons that I do with drawings is I talk about how, like bullfrogs and butterflies, they've both been born again. I have a message that I do with a talking drawing board, and I can make his eyes move, I can make his mouth move, and things like that. And, and it really captivates the kids. But the idea is, with something like this, is you can take something that doesn't have life, and you can give it life. Right? And, and that's what it's like whenever we have the Holy Ghost, is God created us perfect in His image. And then, and then we had to go through a transformation and now, now we can do incredible things. I also use a drawing like this to demonstrate holiness for kids. I don't talk about holiness a lot with kids because they don't really have a lot of, to do with that. But what I do talk about is I, I mention a drawing. And I'll say, give me a picture like this. Draw me a picture of a, of a little girl. Or draw me whatever picture you think looks beautiful. All right? So they'll draw me a picture, and it'll be, it'll be this little girl with a crown on her head and a dress and her arms up. And, okay, are you done? Yeah. Is it perfect? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do with that painting. That picture looks so good, I'm going to put it in the place of the highest honor, the fridge. Oh, man. To get your art on the fridge is the highest honor. Right? So I'll take their painting from them, and I'll act like I'm going to go put it on the fridge. Before I do, though, I think it needs a few adjustments. And so I'll put it down on the table. I'll say, can I borrow some crayons? And then I'll take their color, their painting, and I'll mark on it. And I'll start adding different things. I'll say, what she really needs is uh, more hair in a different color. What she really needs is maybe some red dots around her cheeks. What she really needs is maybe a maybe she needs maybe we'll put a, a necklace on her. Maybe we'll put some really big high heels. What do you think? Do you think that still that image is still perfect? Is that exactly how you designed it for me? Is that exactly what you wanted to give to me? Or is it blemished? Is it no longer perfect anymore? It's not what you gave to me, is it? Because now, now I've changed it. You want to talk about a powerful illustration of what it means to be made perfect in his sight? And how we don't need to adjust or change anything that God has created? That's how I do it. And I don't have to say one thing about what you're supposed to wear or what you're not supposed to wear. I don't have to do one thing about what you can do or what you cannot do. All I got to do is teach them that we are made perfect in his sight. And I use their own artwork to do it. And then I use a site like this to, to do that. So that's the, that's, and I can do a whole message just on that.
All right. We are 51 minutes in. I am so tired of talking. I'm kidding. I could talk about this all day. What questions do you have for me? Um, actually, I do have a question. Yes. Have you tested um, chat and GBT, making sure that it actually pulled up proper scriptural? Yes. It has? Yes. Every single time. Oh, wait, there's more. Dude, I am so glad you asked me that. I was just wanted to make sure, because I didn't want to be where... Like, if it pulls up all these scriptures and then they don't line up to what we're trying to teach, they're, like, not proper. Yeah. No, I get it. Watch this. I need week one of the beach theme in Spanish. Uh Uh-oh. I don't speak Spanish. Somebody tell me if RVR 1960 is an actual translation. I believe that's the Reneo Valera, right? I'm not saying that right, but I know that's what that is. Is that correct? Does that look correct? Yeah. You want to see something really cool? Watch this. I need this in Punjabi. It's thinking, all right, because it's trying to translate Scripture into a place that doesn't have context for Scripture, but it did. 4110 Punjabi Bible. How about this? How about this? I need this in Mandarin. You want to talk about an opportunity to mission field for children's ministries. How about this? I need this in Hawaii Pigeon. You guys ever read the Hawaii Pigeon Bible? It is hilarious. <laughs> Let's talk story about how God stay with us all the time. Even when we stay scared. <laughs> Isaiah 41.10. No, be scared. Because I stay with you. No act scared because I your God. I going to make you strong. I going to help you. I going to hold you up with my right hand. Build sand castles on the beach. Talk story about how like the sand castle no fall down because the sand stay hold them up. We stay gave the God's aloha for us. Hold us up. I'm sorry, but the action just kind of. T- there's no other way to read it. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you though, the potential for this tool for children's ministries on a global scale is 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 great. I'm about to present this what I just showed you. I'm about to present this to Brother Cannon and Brother Hunley in January because we have tools that we've never had before. And we're about to make a, a huge push for international children's evangelism, something that's never been done before. And, and that's the presentation that I'm making this January. Um, hopefully by this time next year, I will have visited. I've got invitations to Japan, Malaysia, uh, Spain, Greece, um, and Austria that I'm working on right now. 
And I'm hoping that by this time next year, I will have visited at least two of those countries myself and had teams go to the other three because we're working on international train-up conferences so that we can send people into these countries and teach those kids. Spain has a 1,000 churches. 1,000 UPCI churches are in Spain. I didn't know that. The United Kingdom has less than 50 in the UPC GBNI. And uh, of the 30 churches that I was able to reach while I was there, I maybe preached 30 kids. They don't know they're dying. They don't, they don't know they're dying. They don't know that, that they don't have a future. You're less than one generation away from losing your culture. And the things that, that, that I experienced in the UK were life-changing. We take, we take so much for granted. Everything that I've shown you are tools that, that anybody can access and use. It's not about the tool. It's about how you use it. Um, and so we're about to take a team into the UK and Scotland. One of the things that they can't do, you talk about bus ministry, they can't do bus ministry in the United Kingdom. It's, a, it's against the law. And the requirements for them to get approval for it, the insurance alone would bankrupt any church just to be able to have bus ministry. Um, they can't do outdoor services in the UK. It's considered hate speech. They can't, do, they can't even knock on doors. It's illegal. The only thing they can do is social media. And while I was there, I can't. I didn't realize the extent of what they were trying to tell me of how bad it is and how difficult it is to reach people in the UK because they had printed off flyers. The average age of most of the churches that I went to was upper 60s. That was the average age of the majority of the people. Now, I don't have anything against that generation. They're awesome. But they're not able to use the tools that we know are available like the social media aspects and how to reach and how to market and things like that. It's just not something that they know how to do. Now, there's people over here, Americans. My dad knows how to advertise on Facebook because he's with me a lot, <laughs> you know, and he's got a team that knows how to do it. But they barely have anybody that's my generation or younger to show them how to do these things. I walked into one church that had a full-blown uh, Adam Mini Pro, the same exact one that I use in my kids' ministry. And it was sitting up in the balcony collecting dust because the guy that was running it no longer goes to church there. COVID completely wiped them out. And they have, they have the tools. You can have a $650 piece of equipment that can run three cameras live for your service. But if you don't know how to run it, and if you didn't do anything to retain the people that do know how to run it, it's just going to sit up there and collect dust. A powerful tool. They have no idea how to use this stuff. And they handed me flyers with my own picture on it. And they said, here, Brother Henry, we're going to hand out flyers in London today so that we can hopefully get some people from the streets to come to this revival. Like, I'm preaching in less than 12 hours. You're just now handing out flyers? No, we've been handing out flyers for six months. And 300 people showed up for that Sunday service. They're hungry for God. They're hungry for God. They're hungry for a difference. They're hungry for something that's challenging. They're hungry for something that they've never seen before. And these tools that we have 
are phenomenally good tools and they're powerful tools, but they only work if you know how to use them with the anointing that God has given you. That's an hour.